Welcome to the home of the blessed people. And here is our host pastor, Pastor Dio Adeomo. Of God, sir. Amen. Come on, let's appreciate the one manifesting himself to us in this month of manifestation. Come on, you can do better than that. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We want to welcome all those worshiping with us from the nations of the world as well. We want to say you're welcome to the house this awesome evening. Let's get our Bibles and our writing materials as we learn. Also today, just to tell you on time, we're going to be having the covenant meal again. For, so for those watching online, thank God for those of you last week. Uh, you even messaged and uh, text. You did send your text messages saying, oh, we didn't know it was communion, but you joined us online. Uh, would have loved you to be in church, but uh, maybe for one reason or the other you couldn't be. Uh, please do get your elements ready as well. And uh, I want to encourage you throughout this month and next month, uh, we're going to continue eating the covenant meal. Uh, uh, because he himself said we should do it as often as we can in remembrance of him. Praise God in obedience to his word. He says we show forth his death, the implication of his death, the revelation of his death, the impartation of his death till he comes. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let's appreciate Jesus Christ for that. Amen. And uh, just before... I begin teaching tonight. The word of God says, give honor to whom honor is due. Uh, the last service they were here as singles, but now God has made them one. Praise God. Hallelujah. So let's appreciate Mr. and Mrs. Roll. As, uh, I think they are, they are back from the moon. Very fresh from the moon. How was the moon? Praise God. Amen. You're welcome once again. We love you guys. We're so proud of what Jesus did in your lives over the weekend. Without any shadow of doubt, we knew he was present at that wedding. Praise God. May your union be a praise on the earth. May it be a beacon of light to the watching world. May your lives point people in the right direction in the name of Jesus Christ. So you're welcome once again. We call you blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Praise God. And those who are looking forward to a day like this, yours will come quick too. Amen. Okay, we're going to be continuing our series on the gifts of the Holy Ghost. God has helped us. Uh, knowing all the nine gifts of the spirit, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discernment of spirit, speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, word of prophecy, gift of faith, gift of healing, gift of working of miracles. Said they are divided into three major parts. One, a category is revelational gifts. Another category are vocal gifts. Another one is power gifts. We want to talk about the power gifts, is the gift of faith, gift of healing, and gift of walking of miracles. 
Those are power gifts. The vocal gifts are gifts of tongues, interpretation of tongues, and gift of the word of prophecy. Those are vocal gifts categorized mainly by the fact that they have to do with our vocal cords. They are gifts that operate within the space or the ambience of our vocal cords. And the one which we are dealing with right now are revelational gifts, which involves the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and discernment of spirits. We have, in times past, talked or taught about discernment of spirits. We have also taught on the word of knowledge. Now, we are starting a new one today, which is the word of wisdom. Everybody say word of wisdom. Say it like you mean it, word of wisdom. The gift of the word of wisdom. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12, 8, 1 Corinthians 12, 8. Now, you're going to help on the board, I mean on the screen. You are going to help in putting these scriptures very fast because we're still going to do the communion. So, I have to rush a little bit to make sure we get to where we ought to get to before we break into communion. So be very fast to put the words on the screen. And also, uh, it's Bible study. We ourselves should turn our Bibles, our scriptures, quickly to the places we refer to so we learn what we need to learn and move on time. 1 Corinthians 12, 8. To one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. It's the same Holy Spirit that is distributing, giving to every man severally as he wills. Praise God. People sometimes call the gift of wisdom or the gift of knowledge. Praise God. Uh, I think I should start in, a, in another place, just because of one or two things. Okay. Uh, let's go to 1 Corinthians 12 again, but let's read from verses 7 to 11. Let's read our base scripture, and we'll pick it from there. Okay? First Corinthians 12, verse 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit withal. Verse 8. For to one is given by the same Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. Verse 9. To another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit. To another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse times of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But all these worked that one and the same self-spirit, dividing to every man severally as he wills. The first thing I want to establish today, ladies and gentlemen, again as a reminder, because we've been establishing it from time to time, that the Holy Spirit distributes spiritual gifts as he wills. He distributes spiritual gifts as he wills. Let me reemphasize that as a church, 
that is a local body of believers, we are to desire that these gifts be made manifest amongst us. And we are to leave it up to the Holy Spirit to use whomsoever he wills. Whomsoever he wills. He will not use everyone the same way. But as a church, as a local assembly of people, as a local assembly in the body of Christ, it is our duty and responsibility collectively, severally, and individually to desire these gifts. But leave it up to the Holy Spirit to use whomsoever he wills. Because it's his own decision to use whomsoever he wills at any point in time. But it is our own duty, our own responsibility as a member of the local assembly to desire that these gifts be made manifest amongst us. Is that clear? I think we went over that very well last week. It is our job. Don't ever forget that. It is our godly responsibility as the local assembly to desire that the manifestation of the gifts will be amongst us. The Bible plainly states that the Holy Spirit divides the manifestation of the gifts to every man severally as he wills. He must, we must stay open to God to let his will be done. That is our own position. We desire it. We stay open because he should use us to praise God. Hallelujah. But most importantly, he is the one who will decide severally as he wills. We get into trouble many times by wanting to do something ourselves and to have what we want instead of what God wants. We desire that the gift, for example, must come through us. Who says so? Who says so? No. But let the manifestation of the Spirit be made available. That's our position. And let him use whomsoever he wills at any point in time, making sure we ourselves are available to be used. Not, Lord, you can use Brother X, you can use Sister Y, but for me, I'm not available. No, that's not it. It's like praying, Lord, send revival. Let it begin also with me. Praise God. It is clear that it's not everyone that will have all these manifestations of all these gifts of the Spirit. For the word says, for to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge. You see, he's distributing it severally. It's not one person that will have all. That doesn't mean God cannot use one person to have all. But everybody cannot have it all. It will be distributed. Praise God. Everybody say distribution. Okay, that's what the word of God says. Amen. You can reference that in 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 12, 8. That's where it's saying to one and then to another. Praise God. It is quite obvious then that all the gifts aren't given to everyone. As the body of Christ, let us desire these manifestations and then let the Holy Spirit manifest himself in our midst as he wills. We desire it, but we let him distribute as he wills. Praise God. 
I said, praise God. That way, we are scripturally based. And there is nothing as sound as being scripturally based. When you are according to scriptures. Because that's what his word says. And that is what exactly we will do. And everybody knows that the spirit is always looking for the obedience in the world. As you lay the foundation of the word, the spirit obviously must manifest. Some of our wrong thinking keeps us from the best that God has for us. So let's stay with the word. Let's stay in the confines of the word of God. Amen. Our job, once again, as a local assembly, is to do what? Is to desire the manifestation of these gifts in our midst as a body. Praise God. But let us hand over the distribution, the manifestation, the free flow of God's spirit. Let it be by the Holy Spirit as he wills. But there must be a manifestation, but it's as he wills. Amen. I said amen. So let us look at the gift of the word of wisdom. In 1 Corinthians 12, it says to one is given the word of knowledge by the same spirit. Then to another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit. To one is given the spirit, word of wisdom. Then to another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit. People sometimes call the gift of wisdom or the gift of knowledge, that is, they call it the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's not correct. You might have wisdom. It is not word of wisdom. You might have knowledge. You may be sound in knowledge. It's not word of knowledge. They are two different things entirely. We must call spiritual gifts what the Bible says spiritual gifts are. Whatever the Bible has called them is what we call them. We don't want confusion. Praise God. For example, if you call a dog a cat, you see a dog, you say, no, this is a cat. You see a cat, you say, no, it's a dog. You bring confusion. A dog is not a cat. Neither is a cat a dog. They are two different animals. Praise God. You don't say an elephant is a buffalo. No. You bring confusion. Buffalo is different. Elephant is different. The gift of the word of knowledge is not the gift of knowledge. And the gift of word of wisdom is not the gift of wisdom. Praise God. 1 Corinthians 12.8 says, is, I mean, what he's saying is that it's not talking about the natural wisdom and natural knowledge at all, in a natural sense, at all. It is talking about just what it says. The word of wisdom. The word of knowledge. And these gifts of the word of wisdom and word of knowledge are given supernaturally. Everybody says supernaturally. Uh-huh. That's what distinguishes it from the normal wisdom or the ordinary wisdom and the ordinary knowledge. I don't want to use the word ordinary. Let me just call it wisdom and knowledge. Praise God. And these gifts of word of wisdom and word of knowledge are given supernaturally. They are not natural gifts. God has all knowledge. Everybody say that after me. God has all knowledge. Say it, I give a minute. He knows everything. 
but he never reveals to anyone everything. I said that last week. If he reveals everything he knows, then he will cease to be God. Because you ask yourself, why do I need him now? I know all he knows. Praise God. He doesn't do that. He just gives various people a word. A word. Everybody say a word. A word is a part of a, or a fragment of what he knows. He gives you a word concerning this situation. He gives you a word concerning that situation. He gives you a fragment of his knowledge. Praise God. So a word of knowledge, for example, is just fragmentary part of God's knowledge. So also is it with the gift of word of wisdom. It is not the gift of wisdom. It is the word of wisdom. God has all wisdom, has all knowledge, but he only reveals a part of it to man, whether it be wisdom, whether it be knowledge. The word of wisdom, again, write this down. The word of wisdom is not wisdom in the affairs of this life. Some people think, oh, wisdom in the affairs of this life. For example, the kind of wisdom Solomon has. That is not word of wisdom. Or that somebody is wise, you know. There are many people in this world, they are just wise. They, they deal wisely with the affairs of life. They are wise. They have wisdom of God imparted on them. That is not word of wisdom. We need to distinguish between these things. The word of wisdom is confused many times with simple wisdom in the affairs of life. Simple wisdom in the affairs of life is not a spiritual gift. In the beginning of Joshua's ministry, God told him some things that the key success to his life and ministry will be meditating on the word of God. That is, if he will meditate on the word of God. Joshua 1.8. Let's put it up. Joshua 1.8. You will see the, 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 the key there as God, uh, because it showed Joshua how to maintain wisdom in the affairs of life. He said, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you will meditate therein day and night. That is, he's talking about the word of God, that if you will spend time with the word, that's what he's saying. This is how you get wisdom for the affairs of life. He says, if you spend time with the word, day and night, that's what it means, day and night, that uh, you may observe to do according to all that is written therein, then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Praise God. Another translation of that scripture says, thou shalt make thyself prosperous and thou shalt be able to deal wisely with their fears of this life. And that's what exactly the word of God does to you. When you spend time with the word, the word of God kind of rubs on your mind, rubs on your brain, your medulla, blood data. He kind of uh, refreshes your thinking. And it may help you to put one or two things together that you are able to deal wisely with the affairs of life. 
There is a wisdom gained through the knowledge of God's word or by meditating on God's word. But that is not the supernatural manifestation of the word of wisdom. Praise God. Some people think that Solomon's wisdom was the manifestation of the word of wisdom. But no, it wasn't. Praise God. Solomon's wisdom is very similar to dealing with the affairs of life. It's the wisdom that comes by impartation. Just God just said, you have wisdom. And that's it. Wisdom came upon him. And he was able to deal wisely with the affairs of life. And it comes as a result. It's just like by asking. There's a wisdom that comes upon you by asking. James 1.5. Let's put it there. I hope you have asked for yours. Amen. I hope you have asked for yours. To be able to, I mean, you need wisdom to choose the kind of man you will marry. You need wisdom to choose the kind of woman you will marry. You need to be wise. Some people want to depend on the spirit. But it's spirit, soul, and body. Oh, somebody's gaining wisdom tonight. Amen. It's spirit, soul, and body. It's not only the spirit. Praise God. Dealing how? Wisely with the affairs of life. You need wisdom. Wisdom in your business dealings. You need wisdom. Amen? But those are natural wisdom. And you can ask. See how you get that kind of wisdom. You, you get it by asking God for it. If any of you lack what? Wisdom. So it means people can lack it. Oh, you didn't get it. If any one of you lack wisdom, it means people can lack it. You can lack this wisdom. This is not word of wisdom. I'm just trying to tell you what word of wisdom is not. Word of wisdom is not this kind of wisdom. He said, does anyone lack wisdom? What should he do? What should he do? Let him ask. Ask of who? Ask of God. That giveth all to all men, what? Liberally. That means, he said, and upbraided not. It means God will not call you a dummy for asking. That's what it means. But ask. Now, if you don't ask, will you get it? No. So you have to humble yourself to ask. Huh? And it shall be what? It shall be given to him. If you ask, it will be given. So this is the kind of wisdom Solomon to asked for. Praise God. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. He giveth liberally. Thank you, Jesus. God has promised that this kind of wisdom, which is simply called general wisdom, or I call it general wisdom, to deal in the affairs of life, will be given to anyone who asks for it. God will impart wisdom, but it is not a supernatural manifestation of the word of wisdom. To deal wisely with the affairs of this life, to know how to conduct yourself as a child of God, this is the wisdom James is talking about. How to behave, how to conduct yourself, how to make decisions in the affairs of this life. However, God sees fit to reveal his own mind and purpose and plan to man in a supernatural way. 
He does this by supernatural manifestation of the word of wisdom. So the question is this, what is word of wisdom? Are you ready to write down? Okay. Word of wisdom is the supernatural revelation in the mind of God concerning his purpose and plan to man. Is super, that's why in all the night gifts of the spirit, this is rated the best. Because you will always know what is in the mind of God if you operate this spiritual gift. And nothing else matters when you know what is exactly in the mind of God concerning your life, concerning a place, concerning a thing. You know what God's mind is concerning it. Praise God. I said, praise God. So that is it. It's a supernatural revelation. Everybody says it's a supernatural revelation. It's a supernatural revelation. You can call it a supernatural manifestation. Praise God. Of what is in the mind of God. The plan, the purpose of God. Concerning a person, concerning a place, concerning a thing. Praise God. Just like word of knowledge. What is, what is word of knowledge? Supernatural revelation of certain facts. Certain facts. Where? In the mind of God. So this one talks about facts. One talks about what again? Plans and purposes. One talks of facts. That is, is either past or present. Is either it has happened or it's happening right now. But the other one, which is word of knowledge, word of wisdom, is talking about where? Supernatural revelation in the mind of God for what? Purpose and plans. What is that talking about? Future. God bless you. You got the difference now. That's the difference. Word of knowledge and word of wisdom. Word of knowledge is talking about the past and present. Word of wisdom is talking about the future. Do you get it now? Praise God. But they are all supernatural. Supernatural what? Revelation. Praise God. Praise God. So the word of knowledge versus word of wisdom is what I've just broken down now. If you want to put a topic there, put word of knowledge versus word of wisdom. Let's compare the two. The word of knowledge is a supernatural revelation by the Holy Spirit of God concerning certain facts in the mind of God. Facts concerning people, facts concerning places, facts concerning things. It involves the past and the present. 
supernatural revelation of facts in the mind of God. That's what of ours. But the word of wisdom is a supernatural revelation by the Holy Spirit of God concerning divine purpose and plan in the mind and in the will of God. In the mind and in the will of God. Praise God. Praise God. So difference between the gifts, the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom is that the revelation, the revelation, the word of knowledge brings is always present tense or concerning something that has happened in the past. But concerning the word of wisdom, it is concerning what? The future. It always speaks of the future. Am I clear about that? Let's go over it so that you can grab it immediately. The best time to grab something is in church. Don't wait till when you get home. Amen? Grab it here. So, we have three gifts. I mean, three categories of the gifts, of the nine gifts of the Spirit. The category we are dealing with now is revelational gifts. That is, things being revealed. They might be hidden, covered, but it's being revealed. So, whether it's discernment of spirit, if, who can tell me what we said? Discernment of spirits deals only with spirits. Oh, somebody got that clear. Deals only with spirits. Spiritual world. And we said it's not only evil spirits. Because we need to discern. If you see Jesus today, you think it's the photograph you have been seeing that you, that will show Jesus with the long beard and is it that's how you see Jesus? Or if you see an angel, how, do, how would you know it's an angel? That's why you need discernment of spirit. So it's not only in the negative. You need it also for positive interventions. Is that clear? Uh-huh. So you need discernment for also the positive encounters. To be able to know. When the disciples saw... Uh, uh, when Peter went on the Mount of Transfiguration and they saw Jesus, they saw, who else did they see there? Elijah, who else? Moses, very good. The question you should have asked yourself is, who told them it was Moses they were seeing? Did they have any pictorial representation of Moses? They didn't know. Praise God. Who told them it was, it was uh, the only person they could have recognized there was Jesus? Praise God. But how did they get to know that? Discernment. That's discernment of spirits. Praise God. Now, we have dealt with that. I don't want to go through discernment of spirits. You can go and listen to it on Spotify again to shapen and sharpen yourself to be more sound, doctrinally speaking. That is from the teaching of God's word to be sound on it, not just what somebody has said. Amen? And also to understand it from the very foundation so that you can manifest it. Discernment of spirit. Then, word of knowledge is the one we have been de- dealing with for the past three weeks. 
Praise God. Word of knowledge is supernatural manifestation or supernatural revelation of certain facts in the mind of God. Praise God. Then it addresses the past and the present. But word of wisdom is supernatural Supernatural what? Revelation. Revelation. Of what? Ah. Certain purposes and plans in the mind of God or in the will of God. Praise God. And what does it address? The future. Very good. Just know that one talks about the future. It has not happened, but it will happen. Or it might happen if certain conditions are fulfilled. That's it. That's word of wisdom. Then the word of knowledge is, these ones have happened. They are facts. Praise God. Oh, glory be to God. Have you gained something today? All right. Okay. Now, what of what of knowledge? What of what of wisdom in operation? It manifests. It can manifest through the platform of prophecy. Let's begin to clarify its operation. It can come through prophecy. It can be the vehicle. Prophecy can be the vehicle with which word of wisdom is conveyed. For example. Listen to me. You driving a vehicle does not make you the vehicle. Praise God. So that, the mere fact that word of wisdom came through prophecy does not make it a prophecy. It's word of wisdom. I'll try tonight, if that's the last thing we'll do, to try and break it down to you. And listen attentively. Because many people, like I keep on saying, have been deceived in the world we live today because your doctrine on prophecy, word of knowledge, word of wisdom is not sound. That's why people give you words that are not scriptural and you take it. You say, it's of God. No. You must, the Bible says, test how many spirits? No, 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 just some spirits. All spirits, you must test what will be your litmus test if you are not sound in the world? The word of God is the only umpire we have. The word of God will tell us whether this prophecy is of God or not. If they do not speak according to this, according to this, according to this, <laughs> glory be to God. All right, let's go on. Prophecy can be a vehicle through which other gifts can flow. It's not only word of knowledge that can, not only word of wisdom that can flow through prophecy, the word of knowledge too can flow through prophecy. There are other gifts of the spirit that can also flow through prophecy. Amen. Now, the prophet of the Old Testament had to have a word of wisdom in manifestation in his ministry. Because 
the Old Testament prophets most of the time, if you categorize, if you, if you categorize every prophet in the Old Testament and you put their prophecy, you dissect what they have said, you will see that 90% of the prophets in the Old Testament always point to where? The future. So when a prophecy comes and addresses the future, what is likely that that prophecy as a conveyor now, what gift is actually manifested? Word of wisdom. God bless you. Clap for yourself. Word of wisdom. Because word of wisdom is supernatural manifestation of what? Purpose and plans. Where? In the mind of God. And is always addressing what? The future. The future. So you discover that the Old Testament prophets had to have word of wisdom in manifestation in his ministry. Because he won't be able to predict the future if he doesn't have that. The prediction of the Old Testament prophet, or the, old, the, the kind of predictions they gave, even though it came by prophecy, was actually a word of wisdom in operation. For example, like I said earlier, if you ride in an automobile, it doesn't mean that you are an automobile. That is, the word of wisdom is sometimes conveyed through the vehicle of prophecy. But it really isn't prophecy in itself. It is word of wisdom. The simple gift of prophecy is listed in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 3. It is for edification. Let's read it. 1 Corinthians 14, 3. This is what you call a New Testament prophecy. Listen to me very well. Prophecy in the Old Testament is different from prophecy in the New Testament. It's different. This is what you call prophecy. In the New Testament. But he that prophesied speaketh unto men to edification, come on, exhortation, and comfort. Again, let's go over it. Edification, exhortation, and comfort. If somebody rises up in the church and says he has a prophecy, and he now starts saying, Thus saith the Lord, Woe is unto you if you do this. Woe is unto you if you. Woe, woe, woe. <laughs> what do you do to such a person? Keep quiet. In the name of Jesus Christ. Because it doesn't fall in line. Do you understand? That's not the spirit. You see, it's the spirit you are testing. It's the spirit you are judging. That's not the spirit of the prophecy of the New Testament. It is for edification. It's for exhortation. It's for comfort. Let me tell you, 
is not even for rebuke. Praise God. Hello? Scripture, scripture. Stick to scripture. Forget the idea you have. Just make it scripturally based. There is no error. It is when people divert from scripture that you bring all manner of confusion. This is what the scripture says. Hello? I know all of you are looking at me like, <laughs> Pastor, mm, mm, the word, mm, the word. Praise God. Hallelujah. These things must be addressed because a sound church like this, you should not be tossed through and through. You should know what the word of God says clearly. Because some of you, once, once you stand, once you say, ah, it's prophet. Ah, well, you start shaking. What are you shaking about? Do you have skeleton in your cupboard? You are shaking. Praise God. And the world, they have used it to arrest people in the world today. People are in bondage. Bondage. From so-called fake prophecies. Say, hey, but the prophet said, the prophet what did the word of God say? Hey, the prophet said, the prophet said, Really? Really? Some people don't have a life anymore because they receive the word from somebody that they don't even know. Praise God. If it does not have this thing, edification, exhortation, comfort, throw it away. That's a prophecy in the New Testament. Praise God. Now, let me balance it up. Before some people run away with that. And you start a throwaway ministry. Start throwing everything away. All right. The simple gift of prophecy is listed here. It's given for edification, exaltation, and comfort. There is no element of prediction or foretelling in the simple gift of prophecy whatsoever. Did you hear that? Is there anything foretelling here? Is there anything showing the future of that person? No. So what have we been calling prophecy then? <laughs> Praise God. Oh, you are still in shock. All right. This is the difference when you are being taught from God's word. Therefore, you can tell when an utterance is no longer just the simple gift of prophecy in operation because it will include some revelation in it. So if an utterance comes, it has this. It has these three things. What are the three things I taught you? Exhortation and comfort. It has those three things, right? And the utterance continues and it begins to give you things that will happen in the future. What has happened to that prophecy? It has, yes, word of wisdom now has entered. So you, you can discern now Easily, when prophetic word 
has become a conveyor of the word of wisdom. Because it's the word of wisdom that always speaks to your future. Not prophecy. Prophecy can be the conveyor, can be the vehicle with which your future is being foretold, but it comes under a gift, a manifestation of a spirit called what? Word of... Clap for yourselves. What I just taught you now, even graduates from Bible school don't know it. Praise God. And this is the simple truth that, that, that confuse people. Some people say they get a word. But when you dissect the word or the utterance, yeah, this is not God. But how would you be able to know when you don't even know the basics? You don't know what is word of knowledge. You don't know what is word of wisdom. You don't know the operations. You don't know how and what should come forth. Oh, because it came through an utterance? Yes, it can come through an utterance. It's just what I explained to you. <laughs> praise God. I said praise God. Are you glad you are learning something? All right. Please learn very well. When these elements of prediction and foretelling are in operation in one who is in ministry. For example, a prophet. One who sits in the office of a prophet. Although the prediction may come by prophecy, it is really the word of wisdom in manifestation. Learn how to divide that. Amen? Because I told you what prophecy is all about. Prophecy in the New Testament is for what? Yes, exhortation and comfort. Not sister comfort. There's no sister comfort here, but comfort. Amen? If it goes beyond that, then it's an operation of a spirit that is taking place. Word of wisdom. And in the next episode of this teaching, I will teach you about the boundaries of the word of wisdom. Because it's speaking about your future does not mean it's correct. How would you know if it's correct? How would you know when a word, an utterance comes for you and it speaks to your future? How would you know that this is of God or it's not of God? Praise God. Are you excited you'll be around next week? I think it's the one you don't want to miss. If a person is just used to the simple gift of prophecy, but does not have these revelation gifts, or these revelational gifts in operation in his or her prophesying, then his or her prophesying is simple gift of prophecy in demonstration and it is used to bring edification, exhortation and comfort but not revelation let me put it that way that is the difference between one gifted in the gift of prophecy and one who sits in the office of a prophet 
Hello? Some are just gifted in the gift of prophecy. They will prophesy. Those ones don't have the revelatory aspect of prophecy. The revelatory aspect that I've been teaching you since is, what is it in plain language? Word of wisdom. That's what you are learning to know. Word of wisdom. That's the revelatory aspect. That's the one that speaks into the future. So it's not everyone that operates in the gift of prophecy that has that revelatory portion. Some people can prophesy, but it's just based on, what are the three ones again? I can't hear you. Exaltation and comfort. Praise God. So you have to understand these things from ABC. Are you learning something? Word of wisdom can also come through the vocal gift of utterance. Utterance. Through prophecy or through tongues or through interpretation. So I'm saying that it can come through prophecy, word of wisdom. It can also come through tongues. Word of wisdom can come through tongues. And it can also come through interpretation of tongues. It can come through a dream. Write it down. Because these are all the various ways that word of wisdom can come. Some people, it comes through dreams. There's a brother in this church, he dreams accurately. Every time he dreams, his word of wisdom. And it comes to me from time to time. Anytime he has that dream, sometimes I interpret immediately. Sometimes I have to consult the Holy Ghost myself. What is this? Is this personal to him or is it for the church? Is it for, and so on and so forth. Praise God. In the Old Testament, Joseph dreamed a word of wisdom through a dream which revealed to him God's plans and purposes for Joseph's future. Little did he know, but one thing he knew then was that he was going to be great, but that he was going to save the whole world, he was going to save the Asia Minor then or whatever. He didn't know. He didn't know. Praise the Lord. Moses received the revelation of the law by an audible voice. As God gave him the law, the law concerned God's purpose for Israel. This was word of wisdom in demonstration. Audible voice. Voice you can hear, but it's word of wisdom. Because it's revealing what's in. The prophets prophesied it. Okay, let's, let's take another one. Also prophets of the Old Testament who prophesied concerning Israel's future. Even things that are yet to be fulfilled did so by the word of wisdom. The prophets prophesied it, but it was word of wisdom. That was actually manifested before it unfolded. Praise God. The word of knowledge and the word of wisdom operating together in the Old Testament. I think we can take a stop here because of our time. I wanted to start uh, showing you cases in the scriptures where word of knowledge 
comes forth, the various shapes, so that today you can recognize it. When word of wisdom, sorry, comes to you, you can recognize it, you can discern it. Different shapes of forms. I've told you tonight, at least tonight you have learned, that it comes through various vehicles, right? Can word of wisdom come through prophecy? Yeah, it can. Tell me the other areas that it can come through. No, 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 no. Put up your hands. Put up your hands. Now no hands. Can you imagine? Okay. Yes, my dear. Again? Interpretation of tongues. Thank you, my sister. Two tongues and interpretation of tongues. Yes? What's the other vehicle that, that we can see? Word of... Yes, bro, Charles. Through which revelation? Dreams. Okay. Your wife bailed you out. That's why it's good to sit with your wife. Praise God. And if you don't have any wife, God will provide. Praise God. Amen. I like that combination. That's a revelation. I heard pastors say revelation. The wife now said dreams, dreams. All right. Praise God. Come on, let's put our hands together for Jesus. What a wonderful time. Now, one of the things you should encourage your friends to do is to come out. You see, Bible study like this makes you solid. I keep on saying it. This is, this is what you don't, even Bible school these days, there's, there's somebody, he didn't know he was encouraging me. Somebody who just joined Royal House recently. He had been to Bible school before. And he said, he said, Pastor, sorry to say, all that they taught us in Bible school is like, is now that I'm understanding Bible. Just coming into this church now, I'm now understanding it. I said, may the people in the church too appreciate what is being given to them. Amen? Praise God. It's good for you to come. Encourage your friends. We are in the last days. You need to know the truth. The Bible says you shall know the truth, and the truth will do what? Set you free. The government won't set you free. Newspapers don't set people free. TVs, internet will not set you free. It's the word of God, sitting by the word. Praise God. Amen. I just gave you six years of Bible school. On understanding the difference between even difference between word of knowledge and word of wisdom. One is wisdom, one is knowledge. That's the difference. Seem to be sound in it. Amen. I love you guys. Bow down your heads, and I want you to talk to God. Talk to God. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed by the word today. Please join our services every Sunday live at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. and our Bible study every Friday at 7 p.m. at 95 Church Street, St. Catharines. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead, and God bless you.